City of Heroes special here on the Nerd Eternal Network. It's of course been 14 years since our game launched and today some of us are just going to sit around and talk about the game that we loved so much. I am your host, the experienced some call Jason. With me is the network's token millennial Tarky and my good friend Heath. Heath, why don't hey you tell guys. them who you were on um, you that they might, you know, give them a name they might recognize. Uh, yeah, my my primary name and the main character that I played most often and actually was a, um, a radio personality for the Cape Radio uh, was Big Top. And I used to fill your earwaves, your airwaves and your earwaves uh, with my loud bombastic voice as I would announce proudly that Big Top has arrived and then I would leap into playing all sorts of manner of songs. But yeah, that was my main character. I was on there. My handle was at Night Griffin uh, and Agent One Eight Seven. I had two accounts because that's how addicted I how addicted I was to the game. I was addicted, but I was too cheap for two accounts. <laughs> I would claim to be addicted, but I was having to play anytime the experience noticed Jason was not home because my computer <laughs> at the time could not run City of Heroes. I um, I. It honestly, it was my first MMO ever. I had played a little bit of Ultima Online, mm -hmm. and that had pretty much been my, you know, the the width and breadth of my MMO experience. Yeah, I had played I... Diablo Two Online, which was not an MMO, but you could have rooms of like sixteen people, so mm -hmm. I, I had a vague understanding. I I played I played Freelancer, um, which was. Uh, a space game made by um, Rob Robinson. Yeah, Robinson. Chris Robinson, I believe. Yeah, Chris Roberts. Excuse me, that's his name. Chris Roberts. Um, it was out like a year before um, City of Heroes. Now, I didn't get into City of Heroes when it originally came out. It, I was, um, you know, a little bit behind the curve. But uh, Freelancer had an online experience, which was MMO-esque in the fact that you had multiple people online playing together and me and my friends would form a um kind of a a trade guild once two of us would have some kind of attack vessels and the other one usually me would have some kind of cargo transport vessel and then we would roam the spaceways trading goods but i had a friend of mine who got me into city of heroes and i blame brad for all of his troubles uh and also for, for introducing me to City of Heroes, I would call it a life-changing experience. <laughs> well, let's see. I started City of Heroes in beta. Mm -hmm. You had a... Uh, the uh, I can't remember if it was a week or two weeks that they had just to open beta. Hmm. And uh, I'd been waiting on this game. I had, The computer I'm running it on, I had built specifically for its requirements. Uh, when they first announced it, we didn't have high-speed internet at the house, so it was a nerve-wracking race to see if Charter would get their cable internet out to the house before City of Heroes <laughs> came out. Because um, I did not uh, want to try it on dial-up. If you want me to chip in with a funny story about that, 
the reason we were getting charter is because we kept blocking the phone lines with how often Eric and I would get on the internet. <laughs> and my our father had missed several calls about yards to mow. So he'd show up at the yard and they're like, oh, we called the cancel, but you, you never picked up. And he'd rush home and go, boys? And we go, <laughs> we asked and you said we could hop on. Mom said we could hop on. <laughs> she didn't have any phone calls to make. And then he decided, all right, this is something y'all are getting on too often, and it's ruining my life. <laughs> yeah, I had my own line out in my room at that point. So, I um, I worked for Roadrunner High Speed Internet at the time. Uh, one of my my first, I would say, first official IT jobs. Not my first IT job, but my first official one. And I believe it or not, I did not have high-speed internet even though I worked for them um, but I quickly realized that if I was going to do any sort of playing online especially when it came to playing uh, games with my friends who were all in Texas I, I needed something that would allow me to do that and so I walked through convinced myself and finally said you know what yeah we're gonna do this and I got high-speed internet and I I went and asked myself how in the hell I ever played anything on 266 or uh, 56K. 52. Yeah, 52K or anything. I was ridiculous. I was like, wait, how did I how did I ever survive any of this? <laughs> I don't know anybody that ever switched over to uh, high speed that ever looked back. No, I, I mean, yeah. My parents even have it now, and they live out in the middle of nowhere. And I, it's like, did you remember when you didn't have internet? She says, no, how would I look at my recipe? But, <laughs> <laughs> but I have City of Heroes to thank for my my marriage currently. Uh, that is where I met my spouse. We were both DJs for the Cape Radio. Uh, me being Big Top, and they were DJ Durango and... The first time they uh, heard me online doing my radio show, it was a – kept sending me tells, oh, my God, are you a professional? Do you do this for a living? I was like, no, not really. And they said, well, you, you we would never tell. You were so organized. You had everything going. I was like, really? Because it's just – I just organized everything well. So it was a lot of people that came up to me afterwards and were like, you do this for for a living don't you in real life you you have a voice for it you you know you have everything organized and stacked together and i was like really because i was nervous and scrambling and fumbled a few songs luckily i had a playlist built up so it would just carry over if i screwed up which i did often but uh it was a lot of fun and i enjoyed it and uh it it put a new aspect in the game I wouldn't say I was a huge celebrity. It was a minor celebrity with a lot of the role players because that's what I was doing was role playing a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, on the 20, how many ever you were allowed to have on the server, I had that many. Oh, yeah, I filled up a couple of servers. I did have one yeah. question. Your wife played a, mm -hmm. uh, uh, she had a character in the, was it the taxi bots? Yeah. I had, I, I had heard I that think name. So. I had heard that name. You know, while I was playing it, but never ran into one of them. What exactly were the taxi bots? Well, they took, they they had normal power sets, but their travel power was the teleport and the 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 group teleport, mm. and and they would literally go into areas where some of the lower level heroes were, and they would 
taxi them from point A to point B. I don't feel like taking the train to load. I don't feel like trying to cross this entire thing on my own. So they would join a party and the taxi bot would group teleport anybody in the party wherever they were going. And that's they, what they did. They Did they charge inspiration for this or was it just an RP? I, I don't know. I want to say it was more of an RP thing. They may have been tipped inspiration but every single one of them had like a lot of the robot costume um and they all had the yellow and white or yellow and black taxi cab colors you know like the checker pattern yeah yeah on their on their on their outfits and yeah they would teleport around now i i may have been mistaken and may not have been a part of the taxi bots but still had pictures and of of them and i wanted to say that that's where they got it was because they were taking a screenshot of their character to share in there. But okay. I remember whenever I first made Big Top, again, like I said, my friend Brad got me into it, and we made we made Big Top and Prattfall. That were the names of our characters. And I was this – I had the slider on not the brute body, but like the athletic body. I had the slider for the height all the way up, the legs all the way up, the arms, you know, so he was as tall as he could be. I put that really like- – that really tall spiky hair on him mm-hmm. you just and had it him was, stretched out a taffy as far ri- as you could yeah but he was also muscular so he was like super muscly and the athletic so his athletic build was huge and then he was as tall as i could make him and then he had spiky tall spiky hair he had the grimacing face with the cigar stuck in it you know mm. yeah I remember uh, and then that. like one of the that face and then he had the clown makeup on, and it was white with red around the mouth. His hair was red. He wore the suit because at that time it wasn't where you could actually piece them together. It was the early suit where like the jacket was the whole t- upper body, mm-hmm. and then the the pants, and then the sh- the boots, just whatever they were. But it was all yellow. The accent color was a red, and he was this giant, horrific-looking clown in a suit. <laughs> He was god awful. <laughs> was he? Was that your first character, or just your main? It was the it was the second character that I made, but it ended up being my main because the first character I actually made was on another was on another server. I want to say we were talking about it earlier. I want to say it was Freedom, but that was don't kind of start server that. for everybody. I think. I think so, just because it was like one of the first ones in on the list. Um, but I started on Freedom with with uh, Nina Blast kind of a doctor fate blaster using energy uh she had the big magic symbol on her chest and was wearing like blue unitard with the open with the mask that had the open top so her hair would flow out behind it um but yeah i i've got countless characters we um pinnacle was the other server that i played on and when we were on pinnacle we made an entire group of fears uh, nothing to fear, childhood fear, um, just all there. It was two words, something fear, and it was just a group of these characters, and we would just run around and do the crazy monkey dance. And that's, I don't know why, because we didn't have anything better to do on a Tuesday night, I guess. Tarky, who was your first character? Who was your main? So if I'm not mistaken, my first character either named Tarkata or Typhoon. Just because those two names always looked, seemed cool to me. It was I fourteen or fifteen, something like that. Yeah, something, if something so. not not too young, but not too old. 
be playing an online game. <laughs> but I remember like, ah, oh, kind of like some of these robotic stuff. You know, the big bulky arms that really remind me of Mega Busters at the time. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I pieced together just a bunch of junk that I was like, individually I thought looked cool, and then I put it all together and went, this is kind of <laughs> a mess. Oh, well. And went in. Yeah, I can remember, I can remember one of your characters being hot garbage. I can remember yeah. that. Pretty much all of us, I'm sure, all of our first characters are just a hot bag of mess. Yeah, because <laughs> I just... Yes, yes, you had a very clear picture of your character. But this, of course, I remember looking... Know, given who we're talking about, right? <laughs> but looking at the powers, I wanted to go Scrapper, because mm -hmm. I just like the term Scrapper. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, all right, scanning through it. I saw that Claws had a ranged ability fairly early on. And I was like, oh, that'll be good. I, I learned pulling aggro from Diablo 2. So, okay, I'll hit an enemy back up and I'll just trace him out. Didn't realize that wouldn't quite work out the same in City of Heroes. And then the second power being defensive, I was looking through it and I went, self-healing seems the most obvious, straightforward power set. Grabbed it. And I forget, after I played it for maybe a week or so, Jason comes up to me and goes, so I looked at your character, and I went, yeah? He goes, you you do know you made Wolverine, right? Because <laughs> I just picked claws and healing, not really thinking about it. Nice. It just seemed like two powers that naturally went together. And I forget, that's, I think it was the next character I made when I started in the starting area. They had done the uh, naming, so you couldn't really name someone the Hulk or Wolverine. Mm -hmm. And I immediately see three people named Logan who are all in the... Because Hugh Jackman had recently done one of the X-Men movies or yeah, the one first of the Wolverine one. movies. I don't remember when. Yeah, the first Wolverine Origins movie. So everyone's running around making Wolverine in a tank top, but they're yeah. all named like unnamed hero or Logan or... Like, yeah. Uh, oh man, I I was one of these. <laughs> I, used to, I used to grab pictures of the knockoff characters. There was one I saw. I saw him a few times. Uh, Elrond, man. But it was a lowercase L, so it looked like an I. So when he was running around, his name looked right. Hmm. But it wouldn't trigger the devs to do anything to him. Because if they pulled it up or you looked at it like his bio, then the L was capitalized. Mm-hmm. I... I did have Ferris Sapien at one time. What now? Ferris, as in, you know, the Latinist of oh, yeah, Iron yeah, yeah, yeah. and Sapien. So I had Ferris Sapien. I had Iron Man, mm. <laughs> but named Ferris Sapien. Um, I think some one of the ones that I'm most proud of and I actually like poured a lot of thought into was the Peregrine Falcon. Um, you have shown me some artwork for that one, I believe. Yeah, I've... I put a lot of time looking at pictures of the bird itself, got the costume color matching very closely to the colors of the feathers. <clears throat> the costume has a very, it um, had the cowl that kind of came down into a point in the, at the nose point at the nose area. Mm -hmm. He had the, the Hermes or, you know, uh, the, like the old fashioned Captain America. Um, wings on the side of the head. Look. Wings on the side of the head. The cape that fell down was perfect for him. He had the big falcon in the circle on his chest in white. Well, that must um, have been a while into the game, then, if you had capes. 
Yeah, yeah, it was. It, again, remember, I didn't play from the beginning. So oh, that's right. I came in probably a year, maybe a, about a year after the release. So, um, but yeah, I had a, I had that was like one of the ones I was most proud of. And then after the RP community got a hold of me, I changed Big Top's look to something that was <laughs> not so not so uh, horrific or or horrible looking. Um, so, but it became a lot of fun to play just because of all of the keybinds that you could do and. Mm-hmm. blast them and everybody wanted to join in the party just because and i went scrapper as well uh, because i had no idea what i was doing uh, i picked dark and then invuln back before invuln was broken um well i should say when invuln was op and amazing <laughs> it was pretty nasty so, and everything yeah i uh i i was doing so much of a debuff and then they couldn't hit me so i would go through there was one of them um, what were the crazy guys that would like graft pieces of metal? The freak show. Yeah, freak show. I used to do freak show farming in one of the. It was one of the missions that you could do, and it's basically just them all gathered around on these different little um, side streets and things, and you could just gather all of them that you could find, and they couldn't hit me. And I would just sit there and farm them for hours for people, just you know basically just uh power leveling all night long yeah i did a little bit of that the keybinds were so much fun because i would randomly shout out my favorite one which is uh um i got 25 gallons of custard two goats and a midget let's get this party started (laughs) classy classy (laughs) yeah you know i'm a classy individual like that yeah, I didn't uh, do a whole lot with the keybinds, but I did have uh, my art, my main archer character, mm-hmm. uh, Knocked Eagle. Then when he would do the, you know, you had a flash arrow mm-hmm. that would stun people or whatever. That if I was clicking on the target, I could hit that key, and he would call him by name and tell him to say cheese before he fired it. Nice. And it was. I had. I had. I had something else with him with one of his other attacks. I can't remember what it was now. <laughs> I had uh, I had one of those where you you know it was um, dollar sign target if I'm not mistaken so then you could sounds right that was the the trigger for it I would dollar sign target and I had um, one where it said I'm gonna stick my hand so far up your ass it's gonna use you as a puppet because <laughs> again classy that I was classy definitely um, four color hero kind of thing yeah I I am I was definitely somebody at once said hey we're heroes. I said, really? I don't have handcuffs. <laughs> you know, I don't see handcuffs in this outfit. Um, Clearly, you knock them out, and the police drones teleport them away. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm fairly sure almost all of my presets are purely functional, just like a ready, not ready, or it's, you know, heavy, light, or things like that, where I would just dictate, this is the target, and this is what I'm going to do. I don't think I got that creative with those. Clearly, <laughs> you do not have the heart of a role player, then. This no, is true. I only engaged with role players one time in the server I was playing on Freedom. Mm-hmm. And it was literally, I walked by them and I was going, what are you guys doing? And they're like, oh, we're doing role play. Why? Do you want to be clean up? And I went, what's clean up? They're like, well, after we do some of our dice rolls and stuff, because they were like trying to role play while using the enemies. And they're like, oh, just when we say they're dead, you just punch them to death. And I went, so uh, you're just going to kind of fight them and then I'll finish them off? And they're like, yeah. 
okay, I'll just follow you guys. So I just like read a comic, you know, <laughs> off your table, waiting, and then like, oh, it's time to clean up, and I just walked in, played a little bit. It's like, all right, time to go back to reading comics. Hmm. And that's all I ever really <clears throat> got involved with any RPers was just oh. make sure oh. we're not getting hit by stuff. And I was like, okay. I I, I don't anymore but at the time it was there were backstories whole all sorts of it wasn't just that it was the whole storylines that were written both in and out of game and just a whole a whole world in and of itself i didn't do a whole lot of that with city of heroes Mm -hmm. i looked around for for an rp group but i was on freedom mostly so i never really ran into one now Years later, when I got on Champions, I hooked up with an RP group, and then then all all the characters that I played much of any, yeah, they had the big long backstories and yeah how they related to each other, and I had villains in the background. Well, I think the the writer, the storyteller in me, really, I mean, I gravitated towards that just because mm-hmm. it was it was a lot of fun. It was a fun game to play. It was so much fun to just bash enemies and just leaping because I had the uh, um the super jump that was my travel power on big top so it was just me bouncing all over the place and then smashing into enemies um but yeah then then i would go sit in in galaxy city in the in the park there in in gc and just rp for hours whenever i did my radio shows that's generally where i was at was in galaxy city in the park until they dropped an asteroid on it until they dropped an asteroid on it but i actually sad to say i'd actually left the game by that time Oh, okay. I was out by yeah. any regular, uh, on any, eh, I was not playing it on any regular basis by that point. I went yeah, back I, later I, and checked it out once it went free to play. But Yeah, I did too. I went whenever it went free to play. And I also, I, I did come back pretty heavily whenever City of Villains came out, mm-hmm. but I was, I was strictly Rogue Isles at that time. I didn't really go back into Paragon. Yeah, I, I kept a subscription until Champions came out. Yeah, I, I um, I liked City of Villains. I really did. I I made some. I had some fun with that one. Crusting, disgustingly creepy characters <laughs> in COV, and uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I will, uh, I will say that there is always a special place, and I have, I've yet to be satisfied by any of the other hero superhero MMOs. It just there was something about City of Heroes that. It was a spark that was captured that I don't think anybody is ever going to be able to replicate. Yeah, the 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 game was good. The community was really good. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's not that Still you wouldn't would. run in, It's not that you wouldn't run into your occasional a hole, but as a whole, the community wasn't as toxic as some games got. You know, and you're you're absolutely right. And I remember the, being in the forums quite a bit, and Cup of Joe, who was one of the forum, the community leaders there for the mm-hmm. forums, um, you know, I remember whenever they left, and uh, just, uh, you know, like you were saying, just the community as a whole was just fantastic. I mean, um, whenever Paragon Dance Party went away, I know, what was it? It was not Paragon not Paragon Dance Party. What was it before that, though? Uh, it was in Steel. It was in Steel Canyon. It was yeah, in the you, corner there. Yeah, the little club just kind of tucked away. And, and then they did, like, did the, then they did the big extra dimensional something. Pocket yeah, D. Yeah, which yeah, that's one of them was Pocket D. 
that's pocket D. Paragon Dance Party was what it was before that. Okay. And it was in Steel Canyon in that little club, and the only thing that that's because the only it only they only had City of Heroes. So whenever uh, City of Villains came out, then they had the the pocket D. But God, I remember. Do you remember? Did you guys? I don't know about Freedom as much, but I know on on Virtue every night there was a costume contest. It felt like every single night there was a costume contest. I think there were quite a few. A lot of times they'd be in Atlas that. Park under the under the statue. Yes, always where they were at was under the statue. I won with um, I won with um, Peregrine Falcon. I won with Le Chevalier, which was a musketeer character that came out whenever they had the swords, uh, mm-hmm. or not, you know, when you could change the different swords and they had the different uh, yeah, yeah, styles. Yeah. Um, a very three musketeer with the the short hat with the broad brim and um the um he had the long like the it was the like the baron or the the um, it was one of the the nice coats that came out with one of the later sets like the magician's coat it was this really nice high collared jacket thing um okay. but yeah i i Man, I loved that. And that, like I said, it seems like a lot of the games that you have nowadays, your wardrobe adds so much to your powers that you're like, uh, and even though a lot of them now have uh, a costume aspect where you can put on your, your useful gear, but keep a different look. I don't know. It just, you know, it, it wasn't as much fun as playing dress up for hours. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Champions was the one I moved to, and I had mm-hmm. a lot of fun with it. Played it real heavy for three years, but most of that came from the RP group I was in. You know, I wouldn't yeah, have lasted I, nearly that long just playing the game. Yeah, I think I think that that says a lot about most games out there. Is finding the right group to be a part of will keep you in it for a lot longer. Um, I know that a lot of the reasons that I kept playing was one because of my time on the Cape, which was fantastic, but also the community, the RP community at large. I mean, like you were saying, there was drama at times. You just kind of walked away from it when you could. Mm -hmm. Um, I think about the time that I quit playing, um, I started playing DDO, Dungeons and Dragons Online, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I also started playing Lord of the Rings Online. And knowing what a Tolkien fan that I am, of course, that kind of won me over. But I, I would still go back. And as soon as City of Villains, you know, I, I went back to City of Villains quite a bit because I, I, I played some of my favorite characters that I had left over. And whenever the City of Heroes opened up um, dual pistols, I made them as a, as a City of Heroes character because that's the only way that I wanted to do it. Yeah, I regret not, having, not going back in and playing Going Rogue. Going Rogue was, was interesting. It was a lot of fun. It sounded like it was fun, but I was playing the game so little by that point, I couldn't justify to myself going out and buying that yeah. expansion. Yeah, I, I get that. It's, that's the way it is a lot of times, though. You go like, oh. And... As Jason died down in, in City of Heroes, there was another game you had started playing called Crossfire, and that I transferred into so heavily. I've never... I don't think I've heard that shooter, I just, like... As soon as you stopped playing City of Heroes, I went, well, I'm going to play this other game you were playing. And I just started playing that on your computer. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
and I tried Champions a little bit, but it just didn't feel the same to me. So I just it, it had with what I was good at and started shooting guns. They made a going from City of Heroes to Champions because it was designed by a lot of the same folks. They made a lot of missteps and just kind of their basic decision making. You know, the setting came off looking came off like a spoof. The artwork looked cartoony. Yeah, because while City of Heroes, the kind of story of it was a little silly, but they treated themselves seriously. Mm -hmm. Well, that's Champions in general. Yeah, Champions was silly, but then it was it treated itself like, oh, we're silly comic book heroes. And it I was, it like, was like well, playing the okay. Tick, the MMO. Yeah, it's like you expected kind of the story to take you seriously at least, but it never did for what, what I played of it. They improved a little bit later on, but but by the end they got the Star Trek license and the Dungeons and Dragons license and, you know, champions became the ready-headed stepchild. Yeah. Though they want to boast now that it's the longest-running... Uh, Superhero MMO. Well, I guess technically that's true. <laughs> well, you know, DC's still going. No, that's that's true. I tried playing that too, DCUO, and <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't horrible. It's a decent <laughs> little beat 'em up game. It, it is, and the I think Love the, the movement. I think my biggest concern was the movement it's such a it was such a quirky movement aspect i guess mm -hmm. my problem with it was having to memorize all the moves like it was a street fighter game yeah and if you and i are are you know pc gamers it was definitely set up to be played with a controller i think well, Sony owned it so at the time. Well, right, so. which I know it was for the PlayStation, whatever it was that was out at the time. Mm -hmm. But uh, it did just, it did not have the costume creator that that City of Hero that it didn't have the costume creator Champions had. It definitely didn't have the the one City of Heroes had. But uh, you know, there's there's like four games on the horizon that are trying to be spiritual successors. Yeah, I'm looking I'm at a lot of those. Them. City of Titans, which I thought they were supposed to be coming out with um, something supposed to be dropping by the end something. of the year. Yeah, something's yeah. supposed to be dropping by the end of the year. That's the one that I think has got the got the best chance at coming out and doing something. Then there's uh, kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum. Well, I mean, it's it's Kickstarter was what like six hundred and eighty three thousand. It was funded up to six hundred and eighty three thousand dollars. For that, for yeah, that something like that. Yeah, it was, it was crazy, but yeah, six hundred and seventy-eight or something like that. And you've got um, one called Ship, uh, Ship of Heroes. That hmm. is the last one that came, that that they announced, and it came out of nowhere and seems to be moving at a breakneck speed. Because when it first popped yeah. up, a lot of people were thinking it was some kind of scam because of how you hadn't heard anything about it, and then they had all these screenshots. Yeah, but it seems to be legit. Like they were just kind of keeping it under their hat until they were close to ready. Then you got one called Valiance that's had a open alpha, open pre-alpha. It it doesn't look bad, but I don't know. It's set at like a hundred years in the future, where Ship of Heroes is set on a spaceship, a city-sized spaceship. So it's like they're trying to do something quirky, and I just don't know. I just don't know about those two. I got high hopes for Titan, City of Titans. And then there's one called Heroes and Villains mm -hmm. that is basically a group that broke off from the guys doing Titan. 
Oh yeah, they kind of left that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the big kind of spokespeople for it is on the old City of Heroes forum. She was a Golden Girl. Hmm, that sounds familiar. She would always be griping about not having moving hair, and there were secretly <laughs> four of her. <laughs> so that that's and that. When they first put up the Heroes and Villains forum, that was what everybody kept popping on there and asking her was if, if it was going to have the moving hair finally. <laughs> but they don't have any screenshots or anything. They seem to be moving at a slower pace, so by the time they get anything out, all of these others may hit, and you know they may end up getting buried. Yeah, I mean, I'm crossing I'm my fingers looking... for them because I've, I've partially designed a supervillain group for them, so you know I'd like it to be the one that makes it. But uh, it looks like. As far as I can tell, like I'm, you know, and keeping an eye on them, it looks like a lot of them. I mean, no, I'm not gonna say a lot of them, um, but I know that that heroes and villains, their last update was like, like Saturday. Oh, they update <laughs> weekly. They tell you, they oh. tell you what they've been up to on a weekly basis. They just don't show very much. I got you. They don't have a whole lot to display. <laughs> but uh. Like I said, my only fear with them is they're moving at such a slow pace. The other three may have come out and, you know... Mm-hmm. Soaked up what the market is there. Basically. Because that's another worry. If all four of them hit at once, are any of them going to survive it? Well, I, I'm i hoping to see something really happen with um, City of Titans. Just because I it looks really interesting. Um, and it looks as to me, it looks like the true spiritual successor. Mm-hmm. Some of the others I've been looking at, it's like they're trying too hard to be an exact copy, and that's really not what we need. Mm-hmm. You know, we need we need what City of Heroes two would have been, right? Not necessarily I, a complete I, rehash. I think maybe City of Titans might be that though, and thinking that, that's about my it, hope. And, and looking at it, you know, there are a lot of things that are, are very similar, but there are also a lot of things that are are different, and it would be neat to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, you know, looking at some of their stuff so the way that I have, uh, it, it looks really it looks really interesting. And I, I do like the fact that – I do like the fact that they've got images, like you were saying, you know. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I um. Truthfully, I'm just ready for any of them to hit. Just, just get one out. Just something. <laughs> yeah, I'm, t- I'm tired of champions. I'm tired of DCU, but I need me a superhero game. And they're really, I mean, other than, okay, so we had the the kind of isometric Diablo style Marvel Heroes game that's now now shut down. Yeah, it went kaputski. Yeah, then we had the DC MOBA, which was basically uh, League of Legends, but all DC characters with different skins. In, which is the crisis, I think that was called. Yeah, that's I right. I thought I'd really enjoy that one, but I only ever played a little bit of it. I Same. I am. I had no idea what a MOBA was. Same. I just hopped on there and went, ooh, Captain Marvel's really, really slow. Oh, anybody can beat him up. This is crap. And then I didn't play it anymore. Yeah, it's kind of the way it is. And then, I had no idea what style of game it was. I uh, I really haven't seen much out there that 
attracts me as far as a superhero game goes. Mm-hmm. I, I will, and I will say this, and you're probably gonna when you see me this Friday throw something at me, but I like the Lego games at least. <laughs> All of the Lego games are fun. <laughs> All right, that's it. We're done. This recording's over. Wait, <laughs> is hold this, on. Is I this like what shuts it down? Star Wars. <laughs> I like the first Lego Star Wars. Uh, and that was more just for the for, just for the comedy aspect of it. <laughs> yeah, I man, looking at Valiance, that's I hadn't seen this one much. I hadn't looked at any of them recently, but this one looks like it's not too far from launch. Except every time I try to get on the every every time I try to get on the 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 alpha or beta or whatever they're on now. Mm-hmm. It fouls up with me. I can't get it. To, I cannot get it to function hardly. You know, I can barely get on there at all. When I get on there, it never looks as good as any of the screenshots I've seen. So I don't know what's going on. Of course, on. <laughs> of course. At least they're. I see they're using Unity. Hmm. All right. <laughs> yeah, they're using Unity. Titans is using <clears throat> Real Unreal. Okay. Uh, Heroes and Villains is using some sort of. It's some sort of uh, suite specifically made for uh, MMOs. Mm-hmm. I think not to the old Republic used a modified version of it. Yeah. There's and I don't know what Ship of Heroes is doing. I think it may be original. <laughs> I you know, it's City of Heroes, man. It's it's it is in and of itself. I mean Okay, so last night, Dire Bear Adventuring Company, we had Larry Dixon on. Mm-hmm. Larry Dixon and Mercedes Lackey played City of Heroes. That's where we met them. That's how we became friends of theirs. She's got a series of books that's, you know, she had to modify the background, but it's essentially her and her buddy's mm-hmm. characters from City of Heroes running around. Um, yeah, you and I talked about that, and I said, no, we weren't in there. That's because uh, she played on Pinnacle. And uh, so okay. I was I was only on there every once in a while. I did have Proton Pigeon, um, which was a, a fanboy of another superhero. And he had a costume that was like his. He was, you know, boy genius, super skinny, uh, had enough powers to make like a ray gun that would do different things. And that was Proton Pigeon. He had this most god-awful, awesome costume at the same time, though. Uh, And (sighs) the other half had a matching character that went with him, Proton Pigeon and Quantum Quail. That was the name. (laughs) Proton Pigeon and Quantum Quail. And it was, I was, my character was super skinny and ran around with this big giant helmet on. And and Quantum Quail was a little smaller and dumpier. And it was fantastic. We loved it. And then, um, yeah, we had two Peregrine, uh, to the Peregrine Falcon, we had Jade Ocelot, uh, which was a martial artist, Katana. melee or a scrapper sorry um but i've also made oh god um i forgot what her name was but it was a barbarian in like a bikini she had she was the was it the tank with the battle axe Mm -hmm. but it was like uh thunder bunny uh, Valkyrie, you know, Valk Bunny or something like it. it was some crazy damn name that I had for her, but it was hilarious. I made a lot of a lot of 
characters that I got to laugh at and some that were more serious. And I just, I just played to have fun a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. I didn't care. And it was, I would do stupid things like go into fault line where the actual highest point or the farthest point from ground to top was, and you would climb to the very top and jump off. And then right before you land, you had to hit your hover ability or your fly ability. Closest one to the ground would win the inspiration, would, would win a pot, you know. <laughs> it's just stupid stuff that we did. All right, let's talk stories for a second. We'll start with Tarky. Tarky, have you got a, a particular, like, favorite story or favorite event that happened to you in the game? Um, yes. Early on game, I'm pretty sure it was the teens, right before you got movement powers. Uh, fighting against the Clockwork King or his minions. Mm. The first big monster you fight. The first giant monster. Which I don't, I never recall the name. Babbage, I think. Mm-hmm. And, but basically, you walk into a mission, you walk into a building, finish out the mission of the building, and when you walk out, you know you're fighting. And I didn't know I was going to fight him. But I was in a, a group, and they were like, all right, guys, after this mission, big monster fight, be prepped. And I was like, big monster fight? That sounds awesome. And we're fighting through it, fighting through it. And before we leave, we're like, all right, everything prepped, everything ready. Everybody got their, you know, respites in order, everyone ready. Good. We open the door, we all exit, and we go, oh, because another team was already fighting him when we came <laughs> out. And we looked at them, they looked at us. And there's no kill stealing, so we could, as long as we were in the fight with it, we'd both get the, the okay for it, I believe. So instead of it being, you know, six of us fighting them, it was like 12 or 15, you know, it's just a mound of body on this robot. And it was just over in a snap. And I was just like, yeah, this is, this is why the Justice League works, because 20 people punching this thing is way faster than six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was also the moment where I was like, there are a lot of people here. Because earlier on, you know, running through the city, I was like, oh, there's a lot of people in this city. But obviously, it's a starter city. There's always going to be a lot of people. But as I spread out, there are like less and less people around me at all time. And I was like, well, I guess you kind of go places. It becomes thinner as you go out. And then, you know, that fight happened. I go, oh, no, 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 no. There's still a lot of people all around. They're just doing specific things. Yeah, they're in instances and whatnot. Yeah, they're at places I didn't know existed until this moment. All right, Heath, what do you got? Oh, oh, so many. Um, oh, God. I think one of my... God, man, I don't know. I'm on the spot now, and I can't think of any. It's like, you know, you play for years, and you build up all these stories, and you go, which yeah. one's the funniest one? You're like, which one's the your favorite one? And you just lock up. And then you go, I don't know. <laughs> well, no, I can't make that one my fa- my favorite because my wife's not. I can't make that one my favorite because my best friend's not in it. I can't yeah. make that one my favorite because I die. Oh, no. Oh, no, the funniest ones were, were the death scenes oh, where yeah. you just – um. Remembering one of the my favorite things is is your first death. Whenever you're trying to run away, 
I had my I had my early on superpower, and again I had super jump, so my early power was just you know the leaping ability. Um, I had stacked in so many powers that it became a problem of um, energy balance. I would run out of I'd run out of power before I could run out of actual moves to do. And yeah, that, um, that was where fighting bogged down for me was the stamina. Yes, and especially when you were fighting. Oh God. Um, Malta and their sappers. Oh, oh yes. That, that was probably my bag. second least favorite group. Eat a bag of phalluses. <laughs> Just oh god! And as soon as I saw sappers, I'm like, uh, blasters, please kill them. Um, but I was I was in I was in Atlas Park, and I think it was an event going on. I really wasn't paying attention because I had I turned to look or talk or something like that. And I'm being attacked, and I'm going to jump away. And it was a green um, hellion. And as I went, it was just one of those, I just had enough energy. It was a lucky shot. And I did the death action where you fall on your knees and fall forward. But I was in midair. So <laughs> it just see me going boom, boom in midair, and then my body slams into the ground. <laughs> I was laughing so hard I couldn't see. I was just it was just one of the funniest things as I'm jumping away and it's just bloop into the dirt you go. And uh I remember the first time no one told me again because I I played and I this is before I met anybody. You couldn't die from falling off of things. Um, no, you'd always have I, was, point. I was hovering because it's embarrassing for a hero to die from falling off of something. Mm -hmm. I was hovering and I think I I was hovering. I was playing my my very first character, Nina, and I'm floating around, and all of a sudden I I run out of energy, and I start to plummet. And I was pretty high up there. Hang on, just one second. And I I fell all the way to the earth. I was like, oh god, I'm dead, I'm dead. <laughs> and nope, I had one hit point left. Hang on, just one second. Right. The game dictating movement powers, how you did it, you know, at a certain level, you just pick one. Mm. I remember always wanting to go super speed, but then I'd see the super leaping happen. I went, well, they, the leaping is much better at first. Yeah, so yeah, it was. I, yeah, so I swapped to leaping until you go inside a building and then the leap is garbage. So I eventually went, all right, I'll have super speed. And then on the generic kind of list of like, well, here's your natural abilities, but slightly better. I picked the jumping ability of that and activated them both. It was doing like a quasi super leap. Yeah, you could do it. You could do a few fun combinations like that. Because I know I saw some people flying and teleport, but I don't remember how effective that was. Well, that's the trick. In that one, in City of Heroes, you were not limited to how many travel powers you could have. It just always seemed that, for some reason, two was kind of the standard point with. Yeah, yeah. Which, I really do understand why you wouldn't take, like, super jumping flying. Because they'd really kind of cancel each other out. Yeah, it, it would give you options, but, you know, where if you took super speed, that was the fastest travel power. But then if you took flight with that or the leaping, it, it let you reach places you couldn't reach, you know, just running along the ground. Yeah. Really, the big thing I liked was the ath that, that athletics 
proportion where like you had one that upped your health, your energy, your speed, and your jump. And I tended to always put points into those. Somebody, I was reading somewhere that the uh, the one that boosts your stamina was one that almost everybody for, a, for quite a while that almost everybody was taking that one because it was you you had so much trouble balancing your your stamina at higher levels when you had you know a lot of the heavy hitting powers. Sorry about that. Um, okay. Yeah, I was listening to you guys talking about it. I remember taking athletics. You had to take athletics. If you didn't take athletics, your your stamina was just in the tank, unless you were, of course, kinetics, and then you just siphon everybody's power. Yeah, I had one of my favorite characters that had kinetics. I would hit. I would love playing with kinetics, and I think that was a very funny story talking about those. I had never played with a kinetics before, mm-hmm. and every time you went against the um. The the wizard evil the evil circle of like, thorns, circle of thorns. Every circle of thorns mission was where, in a cave. Keep or in mind, or their little underground cities. Yes, keep in mind, I'm playing a character that has the slider jacked all the way to the roof. <laughs> Somebody hit me with kinetics, and the next thing you know, I'm like running into walls. I can't see. I'm like speeding everywhere. I'm like, okay, before you hit somebody, make like a movie theater and Warner Brother. All right. I'm just saying, I can't see where I'm going. <laughs> After a while, it became the anybody got kinetics? No? All right. Well, I guess we'll have to do this the old fashioned way. But yeah, I would slam into the walls. I hated the caves, especially the one that's like the big open center and then it's like 17 layers. Oh, and you'd have yeah. to find that one last circle of thorns guy hiding somewhere in this god-awful cavern for oh, that one last monkey <laughs> that you had to click yes that I one last and you could I hear thought it. the maps looked awesome <laughs> yes but i yeah. agree and you could hear the blinky going off wah, 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 mm. but you couldn't find it because it's tucked away behind some wall and you're like i would never think to look here well, that's why God, i had to add I, the sound effect I will say that the uh, I love the maps, but I, I'll probably say that was probably my only complaint is that after a while you can only run that about three or f- actually like two or three different office maps so many times before you're like okay I need some I need something new yeah yeah or or the the uh, the warehouse map that was like two different or three different you know that layouts. But then you'd have ones like the the underground cities that the Circle of Thorns had, or the old, uh, the big open area ruins that the uh, Banished Pantheon would have. Some of those maps I just loved. Yeah, I will say that the that the cities that the uh, Circle of Thorns, like the underground cities where they had the um, the rope bridges high up on these columns, and then or you would exit out and it would be like uh steps down or you know plain you know slope down to the middle where there was like you know just nothing in the middle and then it sloped up the other side and you just had these two doors stuck in the middle of these giant walls i loved all of those it's it's fantastic yeah as far as stories i've got two that come to mind mm-hmm. one was on was fighting the banished pantheon I had for a few days there, off and on for a couple weeks maybe, I was playing with uh, a character named Wiccan Goddess. Mm-hmm. And she had 
when she she had started on the game really early. As soon as she logged on, she went to every server and created a character named Wiccan Goddess. Hmm. Different power sets every time. So, you know, if anybody hearing this ever played with Wiccan Goddess, it was the same one I'm talking about. <laughs> but, uh, so we'd been piling around, you know, because we were about the same level right through there. We were doing these uh, Banished Pantheon missions. And we, we aggroed a few too many. Mm-hmm. It becomes obvious to me that, you know, we ain't getting out of this. I'm the tank. I'm playing my main, Mr. Manhattan. You know, uh, invulnerable, super strong. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I do the heroic sacrifice. I tell her, you know, I'll hold, you know, I'll taunt them and hold them off. You know, you get some distance and then I'll respawn and meet you. Unfortunately, she's also playing a hero, so she's like, no, no, we're not going to do that. And, you know, a few seconds later, we're both just flat on the flat on our backs on the ground. <laughs> oh, wait for him to wander off. But, mm-hmm. uh, but that one, that just amused me because you know I'm trying to be all heroic and sacrificing, and you know, it 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 ended poorly. The other would be you mentioned kinetics. Oh yeah. There was an episode of Justice League Unlimited. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think the first season, one of the first episodes, I think, uh, after it went unlimited, where you had the question, you had a uh, Green Arrow and you had Supergirl work your main heroes, mm-hmm. and it's them dealing with this Supergirl clone. You know, somebody has cloned her; they've grown her up. The clone is basically running around in the Power Girl outfit. Yeah, say you mean Power Girl, basically. Yeah, she didn't have a cape, but it, she had the same white suit. She had the short hair. A day or two after that, I get on Seat of Heroes and go, I wonder if I could build a Kryptonian. Mm-hmm. So what I wind up building is a Defender. I took the Radiation, because that gave you Laser Beam Eye, or it gave you yep. an Eye Beam. Laser Beams. <laughs> and then I took Kinetics, because Kinetics gave you Super Leaping. Mm-hmm. Or, a, you know, you could drain somebody and then you could leap. It gave you super right. speed where you could drain somebody. I took the uh, the uh, the fighting power out of super speed where you had the the blurring. You know, the, it's the, it's multiple punches. Your hands yeah, are blurring. Yeah, I took that one because it's fantastic. And by that point, I may have had this prestige power that gave you the same thing, the Sands of Moo, I think it was called. Mm-hmm. But you know, I took those, and then I took this. So visually, I could pull off a Kryptonian. Now, mm-hmm. as far as effectiveness, <laughs> she was extremely e- she was extremely effective until about level twelve to twelve to fourteen. Yeah. After that, I barely ever played her unless I was unless I was teaming, because kinetics had a lot of team buffs that were useful. Yeah, yeah. There was certain defender classes, man. They were really good on their own, but mm-hmm. then there were those defender classes where if you didn't have a group. You might as well just kiss it goodbye. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like the the radiation, a lot of people didn't have a good defenses against that, so it was it was a fairly effective one. Yeah, I I remember um my my better half playing a character named Mabinosian, um, which is the true Gaelic or Celtic name for a book of collected stories and mythology. 
the okay. character was a heal bot. Literally had like one attack power. Everything else was heal, heal, buff, heal, heal, heal. debuff, or healing, and that's it. And it's like they took the one attack power because that's they had to. <laughs> You're required to. Uh, and then they would take something if they got up to where they couldn't take another heal or or anything. They would they would take something that would not necessarily require them to attack. But it ended up being that's all they did. And then all of their um, all of their enhancements were were buffing the heals and stuff like that. And it was it was awesome. Couldn't do anything in a fight. That's okay because <laughs> you get a heal. They had their part to play. My and, uh, my second favorite character and, uh-huh. and second highest one. Basically, I had built Mister Manhattan in the beta, played him up however mm-hmm. far I got him in a couple of weeks. The game starts up. I immediately rebuild him because mm-hmm. you could, uh, as a pre-order, you could you could you could reserve one name. So his his name was the one I had reserved. Mm-hmm. But I just played through all the low level stuff with him, so I got a little bored. I played him up five levels or so. And then I switched over and built myself a defender. Psychic blast, healing. He had the whole Egyptian motif, you know, big gold oh, all uh-huh. on his chest, the, the magic design on the pants, the pharaoh headdress. And uh, I discovered I really enjoyed uh, doing the healing. You know, it gave me, gave me something else to do in combat. Psychic blast was a very effective power because, you know, a lot of people... Mm-hmm. Most people didn't have any defenses against psychic energy. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I, he was one another one I tried playing him solo a little too much, which was my problem in City of Heroes. Period. I guess because I never really got into a super group. Mm-hmm. I mean, my healer got into one early on, but then it wound up falling apart. I think that again, that goes back to like how you played champions for so long. You get into a group mm-hmm. that you really just bond with and and you and you just run you just run like crazy and that's that really means a lot it'll keep you in a game and that's what bothers me city of heroes was a game built for teaming Mm -hmm. you had a great teaming mechanic everybody every class had their part to play you needed a a wide variety of classes within a group Mm -hmm. and i tried to play that one like it was a single player game i go over (laughs) to champions where you don't really have any of that mechanic any any old mess of characters would be about as effective as any other Right. And that one, I get into a, an RP group, you know, and I'm teaming all the time. Mm-hmm. But in that one, you didn't, you, you hardly needed healers at all. Yeah, because you, you had, it's, and it's, I, I, it's funny to me that we're talking about this because I'm now I'm going to, we're getting off the City of Heroes and talking about MMOs for a second. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I think I loved about it was that here was an MMO that didn't necessarily punish you for playing on your own. But it definitely rewarded you for playing in a team. In the early days, it felt like it was punishing you. They eased up on it some, but in the early days, yeah. it, it felt like they were punishing you. Okay, I'll agree. That, yeah, there were some times you were like, I really don't want to team with anyone, yet I can't get past this mission just because it's just, I'm just going to go level myself up until I'll be killing mobs on the street until I can do this on my own because uh, I don't want to. Um, yeah, what I feel like doing right now. And I think that. A lot of MMOs now have gotten away from that. Again, I go back to the, you know, Lord of the Rings Online, which came out not too, you know, not too long after there. I think they're on their eleventh, or yeah, Probably. their eleventh year. A while. 
they're on their 11th year. Actually, they're celebrating their 11th anniversary right now. Nice. Um, and they, there is some of that team aspect, but now a lot of them have been built to where it, I can solo in this class. I can solo in this class. I can solo in this class, unless I'm raiding, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, there's no, okay, cool. I'm on a team. There's, there's not the, I want a team. When I played City of Heroes, I wanted to team up with people. It was a very social thing. Mm -hmm. um, now I play some MMOs and I'm like, I don't really want to, I can't be asked to, to deal with you. <laughs> you're getting older, Cross just, is what it is. Yes, I think that's what it is. is I'm, well, I'm finally hitting that where defense, I want to go to Sizzler and go to sleep. <laughs> in your defense, there are a lot of MMOs lately or I say lately, the last MO I got in big was Terra. Mm -hmm. And I remember popping that game and, you know, it was hyped up to me as it's a real skill-based MMO. And I started playing it, and I'm like, oh, okay, it's all about dodging and hitting your opponents. And if you have all the abilities at level one, you probably fight somebody way above your level and chip mm -hmm. away to win. And I started playing with teams, and I'm like, you guys are uh, kind of ruining my combos here. I'm a go off do my own thing now yeah and it was like because it was it, it became less number by number of like all right i need a heal now i need to do this number that number this number it became more of if i can dodge then hit and maneuver myself in you know one-on-one -on -one combat i understand how the enemy's going to work i'm going to do this do that in a game where things are undodgeable and mm -hmm. you need much more number crunching having the extra per people around also is just extra numbers you toss at the opponent. Yeah, I agree with that. More complicated, it became more of, well, I can do this on my own because the game is now more open to that. It allows more avoidance of issues. Where earlier it was, I'll punch you, you punch me, I'll punch you, you punch me. Mm -hmm. I agree with that, and I, I see that a lot now. It's They build archetypes that will work together, but also that can stand on their own because where an MMO has now gone to just being an RPG online, or it's not even, sometimes it's not even that, it's just an online game. Mm -hmm. um, and we've dropped the massive multiplayer out of there. Yes, there's a massive amount of people on there, but I find myself playing solo, like Neverwinter. You and I were talking about Neverwinter, and I've, I've done a... a a, a reintroduction into the game for myself and I I I I don't really want to play with anyone else but Dungeons and Dragons online was a DD it was a Dungeons and Dragons game it it you could yes absolutely do these by yourself however you would miss out on things if you didn't have a party and so then it became a thing of they're not necessarily punishing you because you still got the XP and things like that, but it rewarded you for having a rogue when you weren't a rogue if you were a wizard, or it rewarded you for having a wizard if you if you were a rogue. And you know, it was your skills and your skill set became important. And that's kind of what I think City of Heroes had that is missing nowadays, is like you were saying, you went to play champions, and it's you know, it's much more of a you can survive a lot more on your own. Same mm -hmm. thing with, 
with DC, uh, DCUO is, is I can play with a team because I come across other individuals who are playing by themselves who are taking down this random mob in the street. They're fighting uh, you know, Solomon Grundy, and I can jump in on that and fight him as well because of the fact that there's just a large random group of us around to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, in, in DC, you don't really – what I've played of it, you don't really seem to need teams until you start hitting the end game stuff. Some of the raids, some of the storylines, you know, once you once you kind of max your level out. And it's it's no longer, but like the social aspect of an MMO is no longer there. You know, the days of you know, oh, careful who you meet online. That's a funny story. I'll I'll get back to it in a minute. But it's you know, careful who you meet online, and you know, all these strange people that you would do. You know, whole conventions came out of out of City of Heroes, HeroCon. You know, I mean, it was that's something to be said. Um, I was going back to a story. Um, I went to my very first con when I was in Florida. I lived in Orlando, um, and it was MegaCon. And while I was there, at my very first con, I met Adam Baldwin, who played Jane in Firefly, uh, also played Animal Mother in Full Metal Jacket. Uh, may Arlie Ermy always rest in peace or kicking ass somewhere in the afterlife. Um, Anyways, uh, we met Lance Henriksen, Lance Henriksen of sci-fi and B-movie fame, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's talking to my other half and mentioned that we had met online. We play video games online. Lance comes around the table like a, like a dad would and, and takes you know uh, my, my, my spouse by the hand and says, oh, you're not, you're not gambling, are you? Be careful. Those things can get addicting. Like, she's like, no, no, we're, we're playing an MMO, a massive multi-online playing game. And the next thing you know, we've engaged Lance Hendrickson and then like this 10-minute long conversation about playing MMOs. And he was like, oh, and like writing down names. It was great. <laughs> so if Lance Hendrickson is out there playing an MMO now, addicted to WoW or something like that, I'm so sorry, Lance. You never drag me into this. Yes, it was entirely your fault. <laughs> it is, I'm sure. <laughs> but yeah, we, um, it, you know, and and I think in the when I left City of Heroes, like many, I left long before it shut down, um, and I came back to it here and there, but mostly I I, I stayed away from it once I left. You got what um, you wanted out of it, and you pull and you left. Yes, yes, like a bad relationship. And I took this sweater. They they got nothing. I took the sweater. Um, I I think, though, like all City of Heroes refugees, we will always try to find something to fill the void that's there. But like your first first hit of crack, nothing you find afterwards is ever going to be quite as good. It's never going to be quite as good. Or so I hear. (laughs) Because City of Heroes was the first big MMO superhero. Oh, yeah, it was the yeah. only one at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's the thing, though, is it came in first. It set a good precedent of, you know, what a super team should be. In it a, set the in bar high. MMO. It set mm-hmm. the bar very high for the, for the time, and then no one else seems to have put in enough effort to really outshine it. Mm-hmm. They just kind of go, well, here's our superhero MMO. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree with that. 
I, you know, so much of the aspect that we talked about here is a, you have all of the powers laid out in front of you, yet you could still have completely different characters with the same power set just based on how you build them out, what enhancements you put in them. Yeah, they could be tweaked. Right, and it wasn't dependent on your gear, so you could make yourself look as flamboyant as you wanted to as long as you had the inspiration to pay for it or free or free costume tokens. Well, God now to be fair, enough of those. To be fair, while you have gear and champions, they don't affect your look at all. And okay. in DC, any any gear you find, it unlocks mm-hmm. that look and then you can select any look you've unlocked. Yeah. Now, they and don't have, have any to... pieces starting out and and you have to find them and yeah, then yeah, combine there's... the look as opposed to just standing in icon for <laughs> for <Forever>. hours. <laughs> designing seven different layouts that you can swap between because you want to. I mean, nowadays it's become such a thing that almost every game that I see out there has a costume slot that you can enable. I mean, Lord of the Rings Online, speaking of, has one. And I've got, you know, all this really souped up gear for my for my burglar. But he's looks like he's wearing a pair of jeans and a, a nice shirt and vest. Hmm. Uh, well, City of know, Heroes but, had, what, you had four costume slots? Oh God! By the end of it, had like by the end of it, you had like eight or nine or ten or something like that. It was crazy. I know Champions has a lot too, and you can buy extras. Yeah, but with superheroes, it stands to reason you'd want more costume. You know, more different costumes. Yeah. Going back to Peregrine Falcon, I had a costume that he wore current. He was a what I call a legacy character. So his dad was the Peregrine Falcon before him, his you know, and his granddad before his dad, and it was you know it was a family event, and so um, he had a costume that harkened back to his original Peregrine Falcon, which had a bomber jacket looking thing, a white scarf, uh, and a pair of goggles, and you know just the mask on. And that was that was the and like the the pants that were tucked in, so they kind of looked like the old light jodhpurs, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was one that I did for the 1940s, like Peregrine Noir, which had like the tuxedo or the long trench coat uh, and the the uh, the uh, fedora, you know. And then I did uh, the 60s and 70s, where he had the hair showing out of the hel- of the costume and the cape was a bit shorter and it looked a little different, you know, and it was, it was one for each era. So depending on what I wanted to do, I could change it up and make it look different. And it, it was fantastic. All right. Before we wrap up. Yeah. Does anybody have anything about city of heroes that they're embarrassed about? Um, all of my RP. <laughs> <laughs> I spent so much time building all the backstories to characters that I had so many of them that never got like beyond level 14. I got my travel power and that was like pretty much it. <laughs> Tarky? I could, I could probably, I swear I had a crush on somebody, but let's face it. I was late middle school, early high school. So. So you that's really not that bad. And, yeah. If you looked vaguely female and said a nice thing to me, I probably had a crush on you. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. I guess my secret shame is the fact that despite all my characters, I only ever got one character up to 50. <laughs> and I had basically stopped playing the game. I never dropped my subscription because I'd go months without playing it. And then I'd, I'd jones for some superheroes and I'd play it really heavy for a couple weeks. And then I wouldn't touch it I, for a while. 
when I have one more question before we wrap up. <laughs> okay. How many female characters did you have? Uh, I had a pretty <laughs> fair mix. Yeah. I had like two or three, honestly. That's it. Uh, I had Miss Manhattan, which was the kinetics. I did have I had... one awkward experience with Miss Manhattan. Oh, really? We're doing the, or maybe it was a maybe it was a telepathic character. I forget. Anyway, it's one of the chick characters. It's the winter event. We're all a bunch of just random folks hanging around waiting for this big snowman to show up and beat him down. Mm-hmm. Some guy comes up and starts talking to me, or I start talking to him because his team, the, the name of his supergroup was Team Tomorrow, which mm-hmm. comes from the White Wolf's old aberrant superhero tabletop RPG. Okay. So we get talking, and he seems so weirded out that I role play, you know, that I do tabletop. Yeah. And just about the time the snowman's popping up, I realize, oh wait, I'm in one of my, I'm in one of my chick tunes. He thinks I'm a girl. <laughs> He's freaking out that there's maybe a gamer girl out there. Well, this is awkward. I'll be somewhere else after this monster dies. <laughs> <laughs> I um I played a character. Uh, her name was Healing Kiss. It was a gravity controller with the um the healing, the empathy, uh, secondary mm. and, you know, float around and, you know, I take that back. I had like five or six cause I'm counting my city of villains. I had some more. Mm. Um, but, uh, I, I did, I used to get into teams and somebody would come up and hit on me and I'm like, stop. I'm a guy. <laughs> and they're like, Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> Wander off. But yeah, I got tells every once in a while. Hey, really nice healer. Mind if I had you as a friend? I'm like, Sure, <laughs> but yeah, it was a, it was a fun time, and then City of Heroes will always be fondly remembered, especially mm. since you know I got something really awesome out of it. <laughs> All right, then. Is there anything anybody else wants to add? I'm very sleepy. I'm probably um, take a nap. You should go. You should go get some rest, and we'll be back on Monday with Dire Bear Adventuring Company. You guys can check us out online. Uh, Dire Bear GM on Twitch. And patron is or Patreon is Dire Bear AC. And on YouTube as a weird conglomerate, just look up Dire Bear Adventuring Company because I can't remember. It's like some kind of weird blah, 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 blah thing. Speaking of, for our subscribers, we're going to be doing an art giveaway, and I'll be posting up a video um, eventually here soon. That says, hey, like this video and for a chance to win art from one of our talented artists. Nice. And mm-hmm. if anybody out there, you know, wants to hear more of me and Tarky, you can find Hi, us. I'm here. You can find us regularly on our weekly podcast, Man, We're Too Old for This Ish, <laughs> where we talk about <laughs> pop culture in general, usually movies or comics, you know, cartoons, a little bit of everything. And you can find us at the nerdeternal.com. Uh, I have also started up a uh, live play RPG of Icons, which is a superhero RPG. Doing it uh, every other Sunday on Twitch, you know, you know, Twitch TV, The Nerd Eternal. Uh, we're also on YouTube, and I'll be posting the episodes on thenerdeternal.com. So you can check us out there as well. Heath, thanks for being on here with us. It was a pleasure. It was, it was. And I will talk to y'all later.
Take Peace. care.